Hey everyone, and welcome to the More Melanin Podcast. I'm Tish. And I'm Lydia. And we're so excited to have you join us today. Before we get started, we would love if you would give us a follow on whatever podcast system you're listening to us on, and also head over to our Instagram, The More Melanin Podcast, and follow us there for updates. probably record the podcast okay what are we talking about (laughs) what are we doing (laughs) so we're supposed to be having an inspired conversation about divorce through the medium of Adele's latest album 30 okay that's it that's the intro (laughs) (laughs) I love you so much I love you so much. I can't even breathe. Okay. Guys, divorce. You know, it just dawned on me. Like, I'm interested on what the actual definition of divorce is. So divorce, um, it means exactly what you think it means. The legal dissolution. I feel like I'm pronouncing that wrong, but the legal dissolution of a marriage by a court or other competent body. Um, and the more interesting I guess definition is to separate or disassociate from something from something else Hmm. so you can use it in terms of like uh the example here is we knew how to divorce an issue from an individual right so it really is like a, a clear separation of two things and um urban dictionaries (laughs) of divorce what just popped up was something that only an idiot can have more than once. I love it. Wait, can we talk about something for a second? Yes. Because there was this whole Urban Dictionary trend on Instagram. This Putting past your name on? With people adding their names to yeah. the add yours thing. So here's yeah, my it. thing. I was going to do it, Tish. But then I looked and I don't know if anybody else had this issue, but like there's pages of definitions of the name Lydia. So I'm like, is everybody just picking the first one that pops up or right. people combing through and finding the ones that sound the most like them or finding yep. the ones that are the most wild? Like what, like how are people picking which screenshot they're going to use? Yep. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. So what did you do? Oh, I did. I pick, I think I picked the first one because the first one sounded pretty freaking accurate. I was like, mm. yeah, that is me. So, yes, yes, it, Letitia, the most beautiful girl to ever exist. Yes, I did read yours and, and uh, agree with it. So there you go. So <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. So like, guys, divorce. OK, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Like, uh, first of all, Adele, love her. Um, I've been singing this trap constantly and I feel like I am. I. It's weird because I'm like my friend sent me a meme and she's like she sent a picture of Adele crying in a car and she's like me crying over the divorce I never had and the kids <laughs> I don't have. Like, and I'm like, this, this Adele is- Adele will is, do that to you. <laughs> right? She will. She will make you feel as if this is what you're walking through mm-hmm. yourself. So come join me. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I thought that the album was really great. I thought that it was really cool to hear her different like highs and lows of this whole thing. I think it was really raw. I think it was very honest. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that other people have, you know, different views of it. And the thing that came, 
the thing that I believe when it comes to like different people's perspective of what she's walking through or how she's choosing to walk through it is divorce looks different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like how one person is affected by divorce is not necessarily how somebody else yeah. is affected by it. Right. Like yeah. there was an it, this interview that Adele had and she was like, so many people thought that I was going to be this angry divorcee. Right. She's like, I'm not like, that's not, that's not mm-hmm. what this is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's like, everybody uh, does this differently. And I think that it's important. It's important if you're walking through this right now to not look at somebody else's experience and think that this should be mine because right. we are all so, so, so very different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think also for myself as somebody who does believe in Jesus and, you know, what the Bible has to say about certain ways of living mm-hmm. and that divorce is a very hot topic right now. A lot of people are talking about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also in the Christian world as well, there have been some influencers that I have been following that, you know, were married to people that are well recognized within the Christian community and right. following them in their journey. Um, a part of me is kind of like, because listen, social media, it's like, especially when you are a well-known person and your account is not private. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're, I feel like you're asking for trouble when you post certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm speaking of, you, you know, um, from Jesus culture, Chris Kilala. Yes. His wife, his okay. ex-wife, Alyssa. And so she's been very, very vocal about her walk with divorce she's been very vocal that she initiated it um she's just been very very honest and Mm -hmm. she's gotten a lot of backlash for for it Mm -hmm. um a lot of backlash from the christian community as well okay yeah so she's been just i don't know she's she's been just been very vocal about a lot of things can we Um, talk about how problematic that it is that the wife is receiving all this backlash but there's seems to be silence about the husband's role in this you know why and this is why I don't disagree with this okay with the backlash she's getting he has he has always seemed to be very private um Mm -hmm. very like you know I'm not gonna put my whole life on social media Mm -hmm. where she's been very different because I think for her she makes money off of right. what she posts and whatever. But she's also, it seems like, from what I can see, because I don't obviously don't know them, it seems like she is very liberal. He is very conservative. Okay. And so she always kind of talked about her loneliness that she felt when he would travel. Okay. Um, she, they have four kids. They had um, a stillborn, I think he was almost full term, I oh, wow. think. Oh, wow. um, and like that obviously rocked them and whatever Mm -hmm. anyways so she has also been like very open with like she gets lip fillers and Botox and she's an actress and she does modeling and she does commercials Mm -hmm. and so automatically from the beginning even when they were still together it seemed like people gave her a lot of backlash okay for how she lived her life okay right and because she was very vocal about it so she got all of the slack for it So when it came to this, she was very open with her walk with divorce, was very open with the fact that she initiated it. 
um, that this was a decision that she didn't feel like she needed to explain to anybody. But of course, people gossip and make up all these narratives as to what happened. And she even addressed that and was like, there was no scandal. Nobody mm-hmm. cheated on anybody. Mm-hmm. This was a decision that I made, right? Mm-hmm. But then she would also post pictures of her going out with her friends. And, you know, seemingly it just seemed as if she didn't care. And she's always really talked about how she hides her pain with sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Like she would rush. She's like, I'm not the type of person that wants to have a serious conversation. Like mm-hmm. I would rather just be sarcastic and hide my pain than actually talk about it. So she's been very open with that. So on social media, you have sprinkles of her going through bouts of depression, mm-hmm. bouts of where she would take pictures of herself and she's sobbing her eyes out. Mm-hmm. Bouts of, you know, I I chose to leave my husband and now I'm having to figure out how am I going to help feed these kids? Yeah. Right? Like I was a stay-at-home mom, so now I'm not. Now yeah. I I don't get to see my kids as often as I would like to, right? Like she shows that side, but I think the other side of her going out and, you know, again, what the Christian community would like to see as taboo is drinking, whatever. She's holding (laughs) a glass of wine and just being, she's only 32. She got married when she was 19, 20. Well, had her first kid when she was 20. Like she didn't really get to live. She didn't get to live, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that it has been, I can understand why it would be easy for people to point fingers, um, because they think they're, they're assuming that they know what this person is walking through because of the content that they put on social media. But again, it's just that it's content, especially when you get paid for stuff, right? Like it kind of ruins your brand a little bit when you're all like, woe is me. I'm depressed. I don't want to get out of bed today. Right. Which is such a commentary on our society and how Absolutely. we view people. But even like in Christian community, how we view people, like, honestly, it's baffling for me. Like, I understand what you're saying. And I understand, like, that's the norm to, like, kind of have this viewpoint. But to me, it's actually baffling because it actually takes two people for a relationship yes. to work. Yes. It takes two people. And no matter where you stand when it comes to divorce, this is a... a christian woman so she's saying that there's no scandal there must have been something going on between the two of them that was irreconcilable right right? and like that cannot all be on her it's not possible no he has some responsibility in the relationship not working out not maybe in the divorce but in the relationship not working out so for me i i I can't i can't uh abide by people just blaming her I think that's that's so ridiculous that's the thing that's and that's that's what it is as well is it does it does take two and she's has said that again before and the reason why I'm bringing this up in terms of Mm -hmm. like the Christian outlook of it is because I actually hate it I hate (laughs) how quote-unquote followers of Jesus treat people who have or who have walked through divorce or who are yeah. the judgment that like, and she alluded to it too. her friends that she had when she was her, you know, uh, uh, when she was married to her husband, mm-hmm. people in church dropped her, mm-hmm. stopped talking to her, blocked her, mm-hmm. just cut her out. And she was like, what, what is this? Like, and she was very vocal about like, how is this the love of Christ? It's not. How is this? Showing the love of Christ. 
I'm your friend when I'm suffering and in a marriage that I'm suffering in because, hey, it's for Jesus. We're doing it for Jesus. But the moment that I make a decision, knowing that, knowing where Jesus stands with divorce, but making this decision because I know that Jesus loves me. I know mm-hmm. for two, I need to protect my children. And mm-hmm. if I am in an unhappy marriage, they're going to pick up on that. And it's not like she was just like, I, yeah. I love how honest she was about it. Cause it's, yeah. true. it's absolutely true. But yeah. I, I completely agree with her where I feel like as, as much as I do believe um, that w- what the Bible says about divorce and we, God doesn't like it. He, he hates divorce so, because he created marriage to be this beautiful, wonderful thing. Yes. That has been tainted. Right. So um, I, yeah. I agree with you, Tish, but since we've started having these conversations, I've been doing, trying to do some reading. Cause I, I realized that so much of my beliefs about divorce have like never really quite come from the pulpit or I've never like really studied it for myself. And so like, I just, did some like light research not even like full all-in research that's just making me like pause and think and made me realize that I need to like research more and find out more um but one of the things that I read is that they're actually that verse that most people um read that says God says he hates divorce there are actually some translations that don't translate it like that okay and so to me, that's like, so which, which is it, right? So, right. Um, so yeah, the NIV version says that, yeah, it's, it's Malachi 2 verse 16, God saying, I hate divorce. Um, but then the ESV version and the CSV version don't say that at all. Um, right. And so these are newer translations that like are, like people hold them in high esteem, right? And so... For me, it's just like, I think like there are definitely absolute clear rules around divorce or, or rulings about divorce in the Bible. But um, that exact statement, I'm like, I, I don't know if that's it. Here's the thing. Listen, mm-hmm. and I'm throwing this out there because <clears throat> I personally, mm-hmm. I have always disagreed with the whole God hates divorce thing. Always mm. disagree with it. And I've always felt kind of bad for disagreeing with it because there was taught that this is what the Bible says and, right. and that's it. But it was always very contradictory to me because I'm like, I don't understand. I understand that God wouldn't, uh, He, I don't believe that he condones the separation yeah. of marriage. I don't believe that's not, that was not his intent. Right. So I don't he didn't intend, you know, he didn't make marriage for people to separate. That wasn't the intention with it. But for me, knowing that Jesus loves me and he cares about me, um, I believe that if I was in a situation where and we loosely talked about this before. Yeah. Where it's like I'm being abused or verbally abused, mentally abused, whatever. He I don't believe that that is God's will for me to stay in something like that. That's yeah, just I agree. that's me. And I I don't like if uh, people want to disagree with that. That's between you and Jesus. Like that's how <laughs> I feel. And that's it. You yeah. can't tell me I'm wrong. So, yeah, um, I don't I've. I, my parents are divorced. And so mm-hmm. divorce has always been, um, now that I'm married for me, divorce was never not an option. Um, mm-hmm. 
because that's what I know, right? But at the same time, when Tom and I got married, we made it like we divorce for us is not an option. Right. Divorce is an option, but for us, it is not. Uh, Right. That's a great (laughs) Right. Yeah. We, we are choosing that. No, like come hell or high water, we will work it through together. Um, And so I think that there is, I mean, again, there's so many layers to this topic. um, And there's so many things that like, you know, as a married person, I encourage people to do like counseling together and counseling before things get like, like before shit hits the fan, right? right. Like, yeah. I think it's really important to keep that maintenance in your marriage yeah. from the get-go. Because, I mean, I, I feel like if this, if this is one of the reasons why people get divorced, that sometimes in a marriage, when you, like, shove things down, you don't actually deal with it, there comes a point in time where you're like, fuck this, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> like, and there's, like, no turning you around because you have, like, You've gone through so much mm-hmm. in this relationship and mm-hmm. haven't really dealt with it because either you didn't feel like you knew how mm-hmm. or how the other person was going to take it, or you have tried and it just has been shot down so mm-hmm. many times that you're just like, I'm done. Right. Yeah. Um, try counseling before that happens. Right. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. people go through counseling and they still choose, we're walking away from this. And that's yeah. okay. But it's just, as somebody who's married, I would say, because I'm doing it myself with yeah. my husband, counseling has been such a wonderful thing because I've thrown up, I have thrown up divorce to Tom. Yeah. I, I have done it in the yeah. heat of moments when I don't know what else to do. And I'm yeah. so stuck and I feel stuck. We're in a fight. We're not seeing, and it's not just like, oh, I don't agree with the pink color he chose. It's like <laughs> fundamentals of our marriage. Yeah. Things that are really, really important. Things that like, could really compromise your marriage. And I'm just like, listen, mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm done. So let's just, we're not do like, we don't see eye to eye on this. Maybe it's just easier mm. to just separate. And in the moment for myself, at least it did seem that was the easiest option yeah. because in the moment, I'm just thinking about me. I'm not actually right. thinking about my kids. I'm yeah. not thinking about my husband. And that's not to say that people that get divorced are not thinking about those things. Right. That right, was right. just me in the moment. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about all of these other things that would yeah. be affected yeah. by that decision. Yeah. I personally believe that like the majority, maybe not all, but I think the majority of people, especially those that have been married a long time and have kids that do get divorced, I think it's a very carefully calculated decision I don't yeah. think people just like wake up this morning and choose violence you know what I mean like I think <laughs> right. that it's something that's brewing for a while before right. people actually seal the deal which is why lots of people do trial separations right right it's really just code for I'm getting a lawyer right. um, <laughs> but I think that that's why people do things like that because it's not a flippant decision I don't think it's something that people decide with ease and I think like that's so that's why I love Adele's album so much like personally I think that it's like a standalone piece of art that I actually probably won't listen to many times in my life but as as a piece of art it is just so raw and so real and such an incredible like 
um, look into the human condition from from right. the perspective of, of a woman who's walking through a divorce with a child. And I think like it's right. a really rare glimpse into a really raw story like that. I think like you're right, like we often see like the manicured version of it or like right. it's so taboo to talk about because I think even outside of Christian circles, it's still a really yes. challenging thing for people to talk about because it's so private and yes. intimate. So I, I actually really commend Adele for her bravery and like opening up that part of her life to the world and saying like, this is the, the range of emotions that I've gone through in this process. And um, I know we talked about before, like personally, I really love the song where she has those sound bites from her son asking questions and, and chatting with him. Like it was heart wrenching and it brought tears to my eyes. Um, but once again, it was just so human and beautiful to to witness that. And somehow I feel like when her son grows up, he's going to appreciate having had those moments with his mother. Right. I don't know how much he'll appreciate the whole world having heard them. But right. I think it'll be like a special thing, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, I see, here's the thing. Like, I feel like some i and this is just like my observation by looking at some people that have walked through it right mm-hmm. it's like well why are you mad you like you chose to leave the person like why are you so sad about this like but this was your choice as if like this was an easy decision to come through as you've spoken about right mm-hmm. like you're right i don't think that people make this decision lightly yeah. i think that Because if you think about it, like with Adele, like I was watching an interview with her. She was with her ex for eight years before they got married. Wow. Yeah. They were married for a year. And really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So and, and, and what that kind of showed me in that moment was. I wonder if, because I know like there are some couples that like, for example, they'll have a child to try to save their marriage, right? Mm -hmm. Or they'll do something in their relationship to be like, if we do this, then it will make things better, right? Which is not always necessarily the case. So I was driving home. It's rarely the case. I was driving home and the on News Talk 1010, because I listen to this radio station all the time when I'm in the car, Mm -hmm. they were talking about Adele's album and they opened it up to the public to like you want to tell us your story like just in terms of your walk right and they're like we realize that this is a very very sensitive topic and like people actually called in but last minute pulled out because they're like this is too sensitive like I don't want to really talk about this out loud because out of respect for you know the other party in this and whatever but they got a lot of text messages about it Right. Right. And people were texting to be like, you know, I, I did it and it was the hardest thing that I've ever had to do. Yeah. Um, I did it and I'm, I'm, I still don't know if I'm okay. And it's been 25 yeah. years. Right. Like there wasn't like, there was, was one guy that he, he called in and he was very open about like, you know, his ex was very, very free spirit. He loved her so, so much. But there would be times that she would be like, okay, I'm done with you. And he, she would leave, like hook up with other people, but yeah, ultimately I... come back. And he walked through this for years because he was so madly in love with her. And yeah. so he was like, you know what? This isn't healthy for me. Yeah. And it is not healthy for our child. 
So yeah. I understand that you're more of a free spirit, but I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it was the hardest decision because he's like, for years I was alone, but he ended up meeting like the love of his life. And he's mm-hmm. like, it, it taught me what, uh, it taught me boundaries. Mm-hmm. It taught me that love has boundaries. And although I can love somebody, if they are treating me in a way that I don't deserve to be treated, yeah, I shouldn't stay in something like that. And yeah. it was so beautiful to hear a man talk about it and a man be so vulnerable because yeah. usually you hear it on the other side. It's like the man totally. is going off, he's doing his thing. And the woman's like, woe is me, I'm all alone. Like, why doesn't he love me? <laughs> right? But yeah. it was good to hear the other side. Another story was this guy, he was married to his his wife and him and his wife just, they, they were both done, but they had three kids. Mm-hmm. So they decided for the sake of the kids, we will wait until each of the kids are grown adults and moved out. And then mm-hmm. we will get a divorce. They stayed together for 27 years. Dear Lord. And the moment that they're, child their last child moved out they got a divorce and when I thought about that I'm like oh my gosh that's (laughs) like so many years of agony I'm so sorry like you could have had a whole life with someone else by that point like your children are important but you also have a life but like so I mean this is such a complex issue for me like I think there's value in like really making an effort to work things out Um, the tricky thing will always be though, once again, it takes two people Mm -hmm. fully investing and working things out for them to work out. Right. And if you're, if the other party has no interest in, in, um, getting down to the bottom of the issues and unpacking things and, um, healing from hurt, all of those things that take a long time and a lot of work and like emotional intelligence to do and capacity to do like, like you can't force anybody to do that. So right. I, I, once again, like I understand why people make this decision and I don't think people do it flippantly. I think it's like the hardest thing ever, especially because when you think of how much money people spend on weddings, oh my I'm gosh. not gonna lie, like at least one of the weddings I've been to, like the people that got married got divorced later on. And I was like, spend some money on that. <laughs> like money off that wedding and uh like obviously like I guess in some ways it's a small thing but I'm like also like I invested in your relationship working out I did right you know (laughs) listen (laughs) I bought you that that crock pot I want it back (laughs) okay give it back to me okay listen oh my gosh funny story yeah that you just talking about gifts kind of opened this up one time like when Tom and I when we had our wedding the next day um we were opening our gifts and one of the gifts was one oven mitt somebody got me one oven mitt one one blasted listen whoever is listening if that was you (laughs) I hope you burn yourself next time you take out something from the oven okay So did you just curse someone on our podcast? I think I did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Guys, that wasn't nice. What is the world coming to right now? What am I? What? I'm sorry. Anyways. So yeah. Um, I, in terms of kids, right? So Tom yeah. and I were talking about this because Tom is very, like his parents have been together for 900 years. They've been together forever. Okay. 
Um, and so when Tom and I, when we first got married and we used to fight again, still to this day, Tom is the calm one. I am the hothead, but even yeah. more so. Um, and Lydia and I found out that it's because my blood cells are spiky. So that <laughs> makes me a more prickly person. So I am prickly inside, literally prickly inside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when we would get into arguments, when we first got married, I would literally pack my suitcase. And Tom would look at me and be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to my mom's. And he'd be like, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm like, you can't actually tell me what to do. He's like, but I can. And you're not going. I love that he would tell you that you can't leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was like, no, no, no. And he, every time we would fight, because again, well, all of my girlfriends at that point were single. So when I would talk to them, they'd be like, oh, girl, just come stay over here. I'd be like, okay. And he'd be like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to go stay at so-and-so's house. And he's like, no, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. And again, listen, guys, I wasn't like just fresh 20 year old. Yeah. Like didn't know anything. Yeah. Um, But I knew from my experience in my family, from what I perceived, I don't know their individual stories, right. but divorce for all of them was an option to leave for mm -hmm. everybody was an option, whether they were left or they left. Mm -hmm. right so for me it was just like okay we're, it's not working out we we just leave and right. that was a wound in myself that I didn't know that I needed to even work out right like again with age comes maturity and understanding right. and whatever and mm -hmm. I did at 20 19 years old I didn't know that that was something that was deeply rooted in me yeah and was something that I you know, that I just saw myself doing. So like when yeah. we would fight, I would want to leave. Yeah. But for him, he was just like, no, we were, we, we fight and we, we work through it. That's what a married couple does. So when we talk about divorce, like I still kind of look at it as, you know what, like my parents got divorced and I turned out fine. So mm -hmm. I'm not against it. I think sometimes it is needed. Um, but now that I'm a mom, Mm -hmm. And I see like the closeness of our children to both of us. Mm -hmm. Although in my head, I know that my kids are resilient and ultimately I believe they would be okay. There's a strong part of me that's like, mm, would they be? Or right. would they say that they're okay? Because yes, it's not like they're not seeing mommy and daddy, but the fact mm -hmm. is they will never have a whole home again. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Even if, mom and dad were to both remarry their home will always be broken right mm -hmm. um and so i think of it in the sense of children and again following this influencer like chris and Alyssa, like she always talks that her kids are happy because people ask this all the time how are your kids the right they're very happy they see both of us mm -hmm. and it's wonderful but of course there must be something inside of them that's like i wish that we could have this together Right. right. Like, I wish that this could all still still be together. And so mm -hmm. it's also, again, so, so messy. Um, yeah. But because of that mess and because of all the moving parts with divorce, that's why I feel like support in this is so crucial. Yeah. It's so important to yeah. like rally around your friends that are walking through this or yeah. people that you know that are walking through this because mm -hmm. it is so hurtful and it is like 
such a terrible feeling, although like you made this decision for a reason and you may not regret the decision, but the after effects of what this good decision that you may have made for yourself means for those around you is terribly heartbreaking. And so Mm -hmm. to have so many people point fingers and shove in that sense Bible in your throat to be like, this is not what God wants. This is not right. Well, that's very unhelpful. (laughs) It is unhelpful. And I think that it, it neglects the fact that two things can be true at the same time. Like divorce in some situations can be a sin and accepting bad treatment is also not right. Right. So it's like both those things can exist. And like, to me at the end of the day, like there is grace and forgiveness. And so like, I think it's important to like challenge people when they're like, Hey, I think this is what I'm going to do. Like I wouldn't just automatically be like, okay, yeah, Tish, get that divorce. Let's go party girl. Like I would never, right. (laughs) It would be a conversation of like, Hey, like, you know, can we, are you open to having a conversation of like, what are some steps that can be taken to avoid this ultimate decision? Yeah. Um, like, you know, like I try to like gently open up a conversation about that. Um, because like there are cases where um, people do it and, and maybe more steps could have been taken. And we know right. that because there are people that get divorced and then get married again. so that that tells me that you know maybe the first time around not all the steps were taken in order to reconcile right and so I think it's important to you know challenge and like in love like have conversation with those people that are closest to you and like have that position in your life to say these things um but then also like if they're actually in a bad situation like and this is the decision that they're making, like find a way to love them through it. At the end of the day, we're humans. Yeah. (laughs) And um, we're going through a lot of like human things all the time. And there needs to be grace and forgiveness for that. Like we're like, we believe that grace and forgiveness has been extended to us. And so we need to extend it to others. Yep. Even if we think that more could have been done, that's not our business at that point. Our Preach. our business at that point is to actually love that p- person to a place of health and wholeness. Like yes. that's where I'm at. Yes, absolutely, a hundred percent. And that's what this is, guys. This is why key quality friendships are needed. <laughs> okay, even if you can only have like one quality friend, but having somebody that you can really confide in as well, right? Because yeah. I don't tell Tom everything, right? Like we don't, okay, so here's the thing with that. He'll be like, you should tell me everything. And I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, we probably <laughs> shouldn't. And already. even in counseling, I remember my counselor being like, you know, you guys probably shouldn't tell each other everything. And I was like, Mer, what? <laughs> what do you mean? And the thought behind that was, well, if you're walking through something that could be deeply hurtful to your spouse, mm-hmm. right? Um, is it is it okay to tell them though that certain thing, or is that better talking to somebody who you love or a counselor or whatever and working it through so that if you do choose to bring this to your spouse, mm-hmm. it's not they're interpreting it in a way that you have understanding yourself about why this thing is bothering you or whatever, right? And I was like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense because I know like, for example, like in marriage, 
you got you can be married to somebody and still find other people attractive like this mm-hmm. this is a thing right yep. um so but there are some couples that are extremely sensitive about that and yeah. feel like well no we're married you should only find me attractive well no like that's I mean I'm not blind <laughs> right right like (laughs) I can see that other people are attract like what yeah no it doesn't make right listen future husband I'm always going to find Indris Elba attractive (laughs) I'm so sorry you're going like you might not lose him but I'm just always gonna find him attractive this is what I'm saying (laughs) this is what I'm saying and it's fun and like when I first got married I was very insecure about that right very insecure about because I felt if if he finds somebody else attractive, then he doesn't find me attractive, which is very wild because the men that I find attractive, they all are very different. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're yeah. all very different. But like for Tom, for myself, he is the most attractive person in my life mm-hmm. because he's the whole package to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. There are other men that are fine as hell, yeah. but like they probably smell or they probably punch inappropriate people like you know (laughs) but all that to say it's important like I'm speaking to the girls here yeah like if you're walking through whether it be like you're married a lot of people are common law right now right so yeah common law or just dating somebody and you're hurting confide in somebody like find somebody that you can trust who won't be like as Lydia already said yeah girl leave him who needs them yeah. but who will challenge you in the thought not put your thought down or make you feel like you're crazy mm-hmm. for thinking this but will help you to walk through it mm-hmm. right we all need that person that we can bounce things off of yeah. and that's as important in marriage like we Tom and I like again we don't talk about everything so there's some things that he will confide into his male friend that he will talk about um, that he's struggling with, that he has questions about, right. that he'll speak to them. Pre- and I appreciate that because yeah. knowing me, I will take that on as my burden. When right. he's not asking me to do that, okay, he's just yeah. trying to talk to me, right? Yeah. But that's what inevitably, because you know, you you are you're each other's helpers. You're trying to help each other, so it's all of a sudden it's like their their struggle it's like almost becomes yours or mm-hmm. you take their struggle and turn it into your pain when they're actually hurting, which is also really detrimental. Like right. ladies and gentlemen, if your spouse comes to you, and I heard this from somebody once that I listened to, if your spouse comes to you and confides something in you or talks about something that they're struggling with, don't make it about you. Like mm-hmm. it's not about you. It's not a, you will have a time and place to feel your feelings, Mm. but at that point in time, what they're going through is about them. Yeah. And you need to be able to help them walk through that. And that's why it's important. If you feel like your spouse can't handle that, go and talk to somebody that you can confide in. Mm -hmm. Right. Like these are all part moving parts of why people come to the decision to divorce right Mm -hmm. like again there's so many parts to and we obviously Mm -hmm. can't hit it all but all that to say that like yeah we like if again this is something that you're walking through no judgment yeah like praying the best outcome for you and know that it will get better Mm -hmm. right like it won't be 
sad and terrible and just unimaginable forever. Mm-hmm. Right? It will it does get better. So mm-hmm. I have to be honest, Tish, I'm still reeling from the fact that Adele was only married for a year. Like, <laughs> just what what was so different about being married from that first eight years of their relationship? Because I'm assuming that they moved into it moved in together at some point in time. I'm sure they did. So I just like that's just baffling to me that and and you know it's funny because I do hear a lot of people who are common law or have been dating for a really long time say things like that like you know, it's just a piece of paper. What's the point? It's going to ruin the, you know, flow that we've got going on. And so, yeah, that, that part is really interesting to me and perplexing to me. Um, I know that like my value in marriage definitely comes from like a biblical perspective, which I'm even still like learning more about now and like expanding my understanding of as I get older and and learn more um, of, of what it's supposed to mean at least. Right. Right. But I, I just find that fascinating like I just wonder what would have happened if they were just like year nine let's just keep things the way they are you know what I mean right 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 yeah yeah I have have no idea but when I heard that too I was like oh my goodness that's really interesting and that's why it evoked the thought in my head of I wonder if it was a matter of things were hard for them and it's just like you know what maybe if we make this step and do this commitment maybe this will fix certain things that it seemingly is hard to fix. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like it's again, like, I don't know, so many layers, so sticky, but it is, it is. Yeah. But, but I wanted to have the conversation just because I mean, it needs, it, it needs to be an ongoing conversation. I think that we all need to be better at talking about it and put less stigma towards Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think that, Sorry, Tish, just to agree with you yeah. that I think that when we remove stigma from something, um, it doesn't seem so big and scary. And I, I, I feel in some ways, like people feel less inclined to like, jump for that first. Do you know what right. I mean? I don't know right. what it is. But like, I feel like if we had, especially in Christian circles, had more open conversations about why people get divorced and what it is and like, why we might not want to do that or what the alternatives are like I wonder if it would change what people decide to do ultimately yeah but because it's so hush hush it's like you blink and a couple's getting divorced and it's like well wait what like were there any signs like do you know what I mean like sometimes it just seems so sudden that people are getting divorced and I just wonder if that's because of how taboo it is you know So for those of you um, that have walked through this or um, have know somebody who's walking through it or, you know, whatever, whatever it is, we want to hear from you. Literally, we want to hear from you. We are our Instagram page. This is what this is for. Like, we love talking to you guys. DM us. But like, we're going to ask some questions this week about like, what you guys think about the topic of divorce and conversations that you've had about it and where you stand, because we want to make, we want, we want to be better at this, right? Mm -hmm. I think we all need to be better at how we treat 
people in all circumstances and all walks of life. And I think that this is a big one. I think it's a big one that people walk through silently, which yeah. is terrible because mm-hmm. you should never have to walk through anything in your life alone or ashamed or feel like nobody cares. So yeah. I think that's something that we can work on. And if it's, if you don't know anybody who's walking through this or whatever, it's still something that you can think about that you can even see for yourself, like, wait a minute, what are my views on this? Like, what have I been taught? What do I agree with? And what yeah. do I not? Right? Yeah. Like what Lydia said from the beginning, like, really, like, kind of test your beliefs and see why is it that I believe this do more research into it and see what the actual meaning of uh, oh, sorry, what the actual meaning is behind it, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm totally with that. Yeah, it's really, I'm not done like searching and looking through. So we might have another episode to like yep. follow up. But you know what I'm what I'm reading so far and the different perspectives that are out there are definitely challenging my own. And I'm even wondering like where I actually got these thoughts from in the first place. Like I don't right. know where I learned it. And so um, I think that, it, you know, in the in Christian spaces, this comes up with a lot of topics that we just need to like, read the bible for ourselves and then like actually study for ourselves you know the the commentaries that are out there the um explanations of like the original texts that are out there right um, it's, it's just really it's really important to know for ourselves what we believe um because then we'll actually live it out and like stand firm on it so right yeah it's been fun it's been swell uh if you haven't listened to the adele album yet give it a listen personally don't think it needs to be in rotation all the time but it was pleasant that's my guys i freaking listen to that album when i'm at the gym okay (laughs) this is not gym music but here i am like (laughs) but that's the thing it's too sad for the gym i don't know how you're working out to like crying music i know tessa said that too she's like that's weird (laughs) i'm like okay well you're weird so don't talk to me anymore anyways Friends, let us know when you listen to Adele music. Is it an all the time thing or is it like a specific mood kind of thing? Because to me, it is a really specific mood. (laughs) Lydia made that real clear. Really specific mood. Anyways, we will see you next week. We know we took a little bit of a break to figure out some technical difficulties, but we should be back and uh, in the swing of things from now on. Yep. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.